What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today! The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. I love driving with Uber because I have access to 24-7 live support. As a female driver, I need to feel protected. Uber has my back for sure. Uber, earn like a boss. Sign up to earn today at uber.com slash boss. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to taste the flavoriest flavor to ever flavor? Mmm. Snapple is ridiculously flavorful. And you can uncap a Snapple real fat with every bottle. Like, cows produce more milk when they listen to music. Come on, leave the ridiculousness to Snapple. And grab one of your favorites that pack a punch. Explore all of the delicious flavors at Snapple.com. Forever. Dog. Jonathan Raylock. James the Third. Drop What more can I say? Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. Ten, nine, eight, seven, seven six, six, five, five four, four, three, three two, one. One. Oh my God! Happy why, why New that, Year! Why was that off? I don't know. I I we weren't even up. Right now, man. Wow, that's so bad. <laughs> this is a great way to start 2020. Welcome, everyone. Um, yes, we're on the same page. This uh, <laughs> this crisp, excellent voice you're listening to right now is oh. the smooth vocal tones of Jonathan Braylock. That's how you're just going to start 2020? You're just going to start with that bullshit? Just off break to start it off? Listen, this joyous, wonderful, awesome voice is Gerard Milligan. Sounds more hateful. Yes, and this incredibly crisp and awesome voice you are currently listening to is James III. Why are you doing a... Why are you putting your voice on your voice? (laughs) All right. What's happening? I don't know what's going on. All I know is James is outside and there's this ambulance. Um, Now, (laughs) (laughs) now, um, you know, we do this. from We we had done this every year. And then I think last year we were, we didn't. (laughs) But um, uh, we usually do this kind of year in review. We, we, We talk about all the amazing things that we saw that we watched what we liked um 
what we didn't like, uh, what the trends are, what we think the year is going to be looking like for 2020. Um, yes. So we're, we're back on that. Um, this is not a movie review. So you should no, kind of know that by thing. now. Um, but we're talking about everything. Now, full disclosure, um, there are five million pieces of content out there. There is zero way for us to watch them all, even if we wanted to, and we do not. Uh, <laughs> there is way too much stuff. That said, there is a lot of great cinema that I, I don't think we've seen yet. Um, and also, we're recording this before the year is up, so there's some stuff that hasn't even come out yet that uh, we haven't seen. But uh, So just a disclaimer up that, like, I think, have you guys seen Waves? Yep, I no, I watched, not yet. I watched four screeners in the last few days. Okay, great. Jurassic Wave, so that's good. Did you do? Did anybody see the last Black Man in San Francisco? It's in the DVD player right now, baby. Okay, but that means no. <laughs> No, well, I, I mean, but I was trying to be positive. I didn't want to be like, no. Great. Okay, we're going it. to, but we haven't. So we won't be talking about that. As, so as uh, to the dismay of, I'm sure, some people. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, what else? What else? Um, you know, I mean, I haven't seen. Um, I haven't seen Jumanji, the sequel yet. No. No, and I'm. I feel bad that I haven't seen it yet. Like yeah. it came out at the time that we're recording this a week ago, and I haven't seen it yet. Um, and then, is there anything else that we should say that we haven't seen just up to, up top? I don't know. Uh, Star Wars also isn't out yet. Correct. Which, right? Yeah. Correct. And there's and there's there's a black person in that. Oh man, we got to do Star Wars for Patreon. Uh, and gen- uh, yeah, we'll we'll be doing that for sure. All right. Um, okay. So, where should we start? Should we start with TV? I'm down. Because we never get to talk think, about TV. I think that'd be great. I think that'd yeah. be great. Ooh, uh, ooh, yeah. Go ooh. ahead. Sorry, you go ahead. Should we do like? Should we do like our favorite shows of 2019? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I said that hesitantly because I, I was like, "What did I watch?" Oh my god. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I, have, I just uh, finished all of Raising Dion, actually. Oh, oh what did you think? Yeah. Let's start I, there. I loved it. I loved it. Did, did you all see Raising Dion? Not yet. No. 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 I mean, okay. I, saw the, I saw the picture, and I oh was like, Oh, my cool. God. Don't say that. So, yeah. No. <laughs> no, I was like, cool. Yeah. How did you like Raising pretty, Dion? It's fantastic. Ooh. Um, it's, really, it's really well done. Um, I think they do a really good job of... Um, telling this sort of superhero origin story. Um, it does kind of feel though, like I, I will say this cause it's kind of the biggest thing on my mind in relationship to this podcast is like they, it seemed like they, they shoehorned race in after the fact, like mm. once they realized mm. that they were going to, that they had an all black cast, they were like, okay, we'll do an episode, like a, an episode about race but it, it doesn't really affect the series as a whole. And I, I almost would rather them have not done it. It's like they both introduced the fact that, like we've seen, we've seen them for a couple episodes as black people, obviously, because they are black, but they sort of introduce race and racism in the same episode and then kind of don't go back to it again. Oh, interesting. Um, uh, so, um, so that aside... 
I think the show's really good. I think the acting's really good. Um, I, it made me super interested in. I think it's based on uh, like a, a comic series, like not a like not a long form comic series, but a, sh- a sh- short form one. Um, and like, yeah, I, I, Michael B. Jordan is in it in a supporting role, and it's really uh, fun to see him. Um, and the little boy is really great. Like it, like a little young then we typically see at least what I'm used to seeing like such a, a big role in a, in a show like this. Right. Um, like, like I feel like they would normally start at, at around teenager, you know? So it was, it was super interesting to sort of see. And I think he's, he's a very fun kid to watch. Nice. Okay. Okay. Uh, I will go with, um, I think I will go with Watchmen. Even though, like, you know, episodes like four and five frustrated the hell out of me. But the fact that they made that thing about race, um, I, I think they put it off. It was like, you know, I know there were definitely concerns, which you guys brought up, which made me concerned about it as well. But there is something, too. Like, I'm at this exact moment, I have the news on silent, and I'm just looking at um, our former president's, former president's, uh, uh, speech about him being um, impeached, and some of the stuff he's saying sounds so insane. But watching Watchmen, it's like, oh, racists would adapt something that is superhero-like and superior to make themselves feel more powerful, and then like use that to come after the mere fact that like the bad guys were white supremacists and the quote-unquote god, if you will, was a black dude with a huge penis. I was like, yo. This shit is wild. <laughs> it's still so wild, man. Yeah. I mean, so I yeah. That was cool. Yeah. And uh, and if you want to hear our, all of our thoughts about that, you need to go to our Patreon, baby. This is the first time we've promoted Patreon within the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it, but seriously, sign up. $5 a month. We talked about all of, all of Watchmen, and uh, it was quite a journey for for. The three of us, we were on different. I definitely w- went on a roller coaster. wavelengths, and you know, I feel like some people were, some people were a little frustrated with how we were feeling because I think a lot of people were just totally vibing with it. We were also like always an episode behind because we would record on Sunday, and then a new episode would come out, and then people would be like, "All of your questions were just answered on that and the new episode." So, <laughs> yeah. um, but um, but yeah, that's uh, that's definitely good, something to go check out. I mean, it's so interesting. I'm trying to think because, um, you know, there was a lot of there was a lot of like great television this year, and there was a there was this resurgence of black comedy that uh, we were all lucky to be a part of with Astronomy Club, and you know, you yeah. had Black Lady Sketch Show, you have Sherman yeah. Showcase, you yeah. know, we had Southside, which was super fun, um. Um, and so it was like the end of Game of Thrones. I mean, Game of Thrones was, I loved it, but, uh, I loved that series, but like, I, I definitely was amongst the camp camp at the end where it was just like, everything felt rushed. It felt like, you know, they didn't take enough time and therefore the moments that were impactful weren't that impactful. There were a couple cool like that episode, the, the the one episode with the White Walkers was pretty cool, I thought. Um, um, but I don't know. It was a little disappointing. 
I, I was so into succession, but that's like literally an all white cast. But that was, I think that was my favorite show of the year. You plugging succession right now? Yeah, I'm, not pl- you, I, I'm not plugging I it. I'm just remember. saying that was my favorite show of the year. And it was I tried to watch that show. show four times. I just couldn't do it. I tried so many times oh, because of Braylock alone. Yeah. Um, I'm and trying to think what else I, I liked. Like, you know, my 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 man Rami uh, had his show, which was fun. People need to check out the Strawberries episode for sure. That one is the best on Hulu. Um, I watched like Mindhunter. That was a bunch of white people. Man, I was not supporting the culture. Mo- I mean, I like. I think Southside is so funny. Uh, I voted for that for some of the WGA stuff. I didn't get any nom- nominations, but I voted for it. Um, I'm trying to think what else was out. Like, what else did I like watching this year? Uh, yeah, Pen15 was fun. Man, there really wasn't much. Yeah, I, 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 I wasn't blown away. Here's the thing. There were so many options, and I watched a lot of things that I liked, but there was nothing that I was like, I, I mean, Watchmen for sure, like it was a roller coaster, but I, I did ultimately like it. But I, I guess there was nothing that I was like, I gotta, I gotta see this next one. Like I saw, like Mandalorian has been fun, but uh, you know, it's just fun. I don't know. I I did watch. Um, I'm not saying I liked it, but I did watch every episode of Euphoria because um, I did think the performances and the way it was shot was very very cool. I didn't like the scripts as much because you could tell it was about like an old dude who was talking about young people's issues. Mm-hmm. Um, but performance-wise, I thought, yo, that cast was crushing. All yeah. of them. Like, all of them were just, the performances were crazy. Uh, I mean, Zendaya crushed it. I mean, they, like, everybody else, the guy who plays like the asshole dude was so good at his part. I was like, this is great. Um, also, Rhythm and Flow. Come on, Brady. Oh my God, rhythm. Oh yes, you know what? I was thinking strictly narrative and rhythm and flow. I ate that up so quick. Rhythm and flow was amazing. Um, I loved all the judges. Oh yeah, baby. Which is honestly so rare because usually you like two, you like one or two of the judges. It's so rare that you like all three or all four if there's like four or whatever, you know. But Ti. Chance and Cardi, like they all had their own like thing, and I loved all of it. Um, the guest judges were great, like Snoop Dogg, Fat Joe, um, like all the guest judges were awesome, and then the rappers were really good. It was like really cool. My only so my biggest complaint about that series was the rap battle episode. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, I feel you. Oh, I like I did, oh, here's the thing. You- this is why I'll I'll explain. Let me know why you why you liked it. The reason I didn't like it is because they didn't there there was nothing that they did to set up who why who one person was facing another person. And the reality was the rap battle a rap battle is such a specific um like skill set that some people who are great artists just don't have you know great rap artists don't have true and true. so i just felt like we lost a couple of solid people who could have been maybe none of them would have won but they some of them would have been had a cool interesting music video or or a song that they did and we didn't get to see that because they lost a rap battle 
And I mean, the worst, and I feel like other people feel me on this. Like the worst was that one. I'm trying to remember her name. Uh, and she was like all up in homegirl's face, like when they were rap battling. Oh, oh, the little annoying girl. Her video was terrible. And her too. video was, yeah, her video was awful. <laughs> her, her name was like loud. Mouth it was so, it was yeah, like, loud. Oh, big mouth, big mouth. Right? Or no, am I? That's just the show. I mean, it was something like that. I forgot what the name was, but it was like loud mouth or like yeah, annoying person. And she and her video was so basic. Um, oh, that was that was terrible. But uh, D Smoke Man, <laughs> I mean, he crushed that. Him and Flawless. I mean, oh goodness. They for the producer that they paired him with too. It was like yeah, it was like yeah, like you're about to do something amazing <laughs> like it was just Isn't clear I, I didn't like d smoke man what I like, hear me out hear me out hear me uh, out hear me out i thought he was a great <laughs> rapper i was like oh he's dope but he sounds so much like kendrick lamar that i was like let me uh, just get kendrick lamar even at one point he says it feels real kendrick like and ti goes why are you talking about kendrick it's like his videos felt like kendrick his raps felt like kendrick and i'm like yeah and again he's Wait, good. was that him i think was that's that fine that said that, that it was Kendrick. No, I thought it was somebody else who was No, like, he bought it up. He bought. It, he said it himself. Oh, okay. And then T.I. was like, now you got us thinking about Kendrick. Why would you do that? And I'm like, bruh, stop talking about Kendrick. At least switch your flow up so you don't sound exactly like him. I like the, the light-skinned dude. Because the light-skinned dude, I'm like, you're going to cry on every song. You're talking about Flawless? Song. Yeah, yeah flawless. But he's, I was a Flawless. But Flawless, but flawless reminded me of Eminem, man. But here's what made me oh, mad. Oh, wow, I, wow. Yeah, his flow was very, too. very... Similar. Go ahead. But I'm okay with that. Like I'm okay with that. The thing that made me mad actually about the whole thing was when they did the finale and everybody got to say like their goodbyes. You know, because it was always like the person that's going home is this person, the person that's going home is this person. But then it came down to him and D Smoke. And they were like, the person that's gonna win is and then they were like D Smoke. And everybody before got to say like their goodbyes and like like what the what the competition meant to them. They had no time for him crying. They had no time for that man crying. All we got from him was just a shot of him walking off the stage, and it was quick too. It was like it was like I could tell that in the edit they were like, "Oh crap, we didn't have a goodbye for him. Do we have anything?" And they had to like find like. Oh yeah, uh, they knew he was gonna but be they crying. Hugged, like, they, we ain't got time for that. They hu- they dabbed and they hugged and and they and he hugged, and he was yeah. runner up, <laughs> you know. Yeah, Every, I, I care about everybody him. knows his name. Like I know their if names. I know D Smoke. I know Flawless. I know London B. You know. What was what was the other dude? The other dude made some good songs. The the fourth guy. I know. Shoot. What did I just say? Oh yeah. What did I just say? I said I know D Smoke. I know Flawless. <laughs> I know London. B. No, I'm just kidding. I his name was uh, Colossus. Okay. He was I'm good. Like, Here, my problem with my problem with Colossus was he didn't have stage presence. No, not him. It was one more other dude. Wait, who? It was like Another Troy dude. Man or something. It was oh, Troy Man. Troy Man. Troy Man. Listen, yes. Was that it? Troy Man. Yeah, it was Troy Man. <laughs> I was with him, baby. I was a fan. I, Troy Man got me on board at the end, which is crazy because the whole time I was like, why do they keep advancing him? He he was it wasn't like he was never bad, but for me, and and please take this with a huge grain of salt because I am not like I do not know that much about rap or rap artists. But for me, like every time he sang, I was like, he just sounds like everybody I hear on the radio. Like 
Yeah. And you're right that D Smoke sounded like Kendrick and to me Flawless sounded like Eminem, but I'm like, okay, they sound like one artist who is also they just ha- also happen to be like two of the best rappers ever and like very you know, like very unique. So yeah. I'm okay with you sounding like one, but when you sound like when like when you play a song and I'm like I I could I would never know this was you cuz it sounds like half the other people on the radio it, it it's like it's a, both a compliment because i'm like you'll make it like you can be on the radio because you got what a lot of people have but i'm also like you're never gonna be you're never gonna be like like top five or you know what i mean which is maybe fine i don't you know i don't know i, I liked I mean, him I was- though he 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 i thought by the end he was like he had some really great songs like some real great someone someone put it to me like this it, it might have been was it you, Bernie? So I remember someone said he is like if Will Smith made trap music, right? And I was like, I'm here for this. Like, I, like I was like, yeah, Will, get this trap song real right, quick. Right. I'm here for it. Yeah, yeah. Rhythm and flow. It, it wasn't. It wasn't Oof, great. Was great. It was. It was actually on the show. It was. I um, think they said that on the, on the show. Ti on the show. Yeah. Um, oh, see, Braylock and Ti were light skin, so I just thought, and they used big oh words. Oh my god. So I was like, ah, bring like tea out of his thing. Let's do it <laughs> expeditiously. <laughs> oh, you know what else was good? Stranger Things this season. You liked I know, it? I, I know a lot of people did not like that season, but hear me out why I thought it was. It was, but it is my favorite season. I know season one is a classic. And I'm not saying it's a classic. I'm just saying it's my favorite because season three did something I liked where the friendship was really, really important. Like all around the board, the first year was really important. I love, I love that my man finally had the black kid. Finally had someone else black consistently on the show. His, so his sister? sister was there. Yeah, his <laughs> sister was there. Yeah. Like my man had. Come on, man. We the sister was fun. Boy, Dad. Yeah, they they fleshed out her character in a way this season that like at least made her like because season one she bothered me and then this season it, it was a little frustrating a little bit too. But they like made her, they fleshed her out a little bit more. Like she had opinions about Lucas and she like was super smart and like, like could be, she was like the sassy character that we saw in season two, but like there were just more, way more layers to her this time. Yeah. And, and it was kind of like, there were good scares in it. And I thought, I loved, I loved the, um, the brother. What was his name? He's the bad guy. Oh my goodness. His art. Getting to like literally watching him play that part, um, and at the end of the season, spoiler when he knows he goes back and forth for trying to be good or bad. I'm like, man, that must have been so fun to film. I know, my, like, I was like, that is a good acting part right there, man. Oh my goodness. And season two, I was like, I hate this guy, it's Pawazi on the show, but I, I really liked it. I really liked it, yeah. That, and and I'll just say also, uh. What was frustrating about me? What, what was frustrating about Billy to me is apparently the Duffer brothers like had this plan for him from from the beginning. Like this was supposed to be his journey from the start, and like while that was true, it felt like they didn't even start writing what was going on for him until this season. So like, they, but they knew that this is what they wanted him to do. So it was like, why didn't they bake in just a little bit more? Because you had Sean Astin, you know, Sean Astin. Right. Yeah. And we got to do, you know, we got to let. 
What's the, Samwise. Really? Yeah. I think um, season two is still my favorite. Season three is oh. my is my least favorite, but i I still liked uh, I still liked it. I didn't like I I, I I didn't like it as much as the other seasons, but I did I did still enjoy it. Like Stranger Things is fun, and I'm happy to see another season. You know what I mean? What's up, folks? This podcast is sponsored by Earning. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn could be in your hands today with Earning. Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earning app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Think about it. Say you're going out for a special date or it's getting hot, y'all. You might need a fresh outfit for brunch or something nice. Or maybe you just want to feel good and take yourself to dinner. Earning can help you today. Make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoying earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Download Earner today. That's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign in. It'll help the show out. Jump Under Podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period. See Earning.com slash DOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Lay's. Lay's potato chips are made from real potatoes from real farms, and they're closer than you might think. Golden grows here on over 100 farms across North America. So whenever you open up a bag of Lay's, you can thank your farmers for making your Stay Golden moments possible. Lay's, stay golden. To learn more, head to goldengrowshere.com. <laughs> Thunderpants! <laughs> what are you laughing at? Laffy Taffy. They have a funny joke on every wrapper, and I love how fruity they are. Banana's my favorite. Want one? Sure. Mmm. So smooth and chewy. I like to eat them after school and after dinner and after... Whenever you need a good LOL? Yeah. So, here's the joke. What do clouds wear under their shorts? Thunderpants. That is good. (laughs) (laughs) Share a delicious Laffy Taffy moment with the people you love. Head to LaffyTaffy.com to shop now. So, you open Google Chrome on your phone. You're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with. When you're supposed to be working. But the site you tapped on seems pretty shady. And Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl, though. Sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. Um, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. anything else in the... T- Mindhunter was, the- is a cool thing that people should watch. <laughs> <laughs> what other TV shows are like? I feel like, like someone asked me the other day, "What have I, what have I been watching?" And I'm like, "I don't know." I've been. I, I, don't I watched know what uh, been Killing watching. Eve. I watched the second season of Killing Eve uh, with Sandra Oh, and um, 
I want to say her name is Phoebe. Forgot her last name. That might even be the character. Anyway. Oh, I watched I watch Fleabag. I watched Fleabag. Fleabag was cool. I watched season one and two this year. Um, I didn't like season one, but I liked season two. I've Yeah. Season one, the last episode made me like it, but it was tough to get to that point. Like it wasn't, sorry, I shouldn't say it was tough. It just was like, I just didn't understand why there was so much hype around it. And the end of the season one, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, wow, that, I didn't see that. You know, that was okay. And then season two was, was like, people have said like, no, season two is incredible. And I was like, all right. And then I watched, I was like, oh, wow, that really was incredible. Um, it was perfect. Yeah. Killing Eve is super, is a fun show if you ever get to watch it. Um, uh I'm trying to think. Yeah, what else was there? I mean, there was Los of Spookies came out. I I saw a couple episodes of that. That how was that? I never watched Los Spookies. Oh yeah, how was that? I didn't watch that. Um, it's just such a specific type of humor. It's like very, you know, it's like oddball. So it wasn't. It's not my cup of tea. But I feel like if you like that cup of tea, you like it. And you know, Julio uh, Torres and uh, Anna Ferberga are like very. I, I mean, like, I just respect them so much as comedians, so it was just fun to see them, and it's cool to, like, have a show where, like, uh, you know, that 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 has, like, a lot of, like, uh, Latin American flavor to it, so, uh, like, they, you know, speaking in Spanish and all that stuff, so that that was, that's cool, like, I'm happy that exists, um, but okay. yeah. I dig that. I mean, I still, I'm still watching The Good Place, but this season hasn't been as fun for me, um, Wait, you know what I'm noticing? Like, a lot of these shows, to be truthfully honest, like, I know it's tying it back to our podcast. Um, a lot of these good quality shows, if you will, uh, have, like, one or two black people on it. And I'm like, all right. Um, I only say that because what, I, what, you, what, what I'm realizing is what Atlanta isn't on, what Insecure isn't on, I'm like, oh, shit. Those are the shows that have predominantly black cast. And without those shows, it's like, Cool. What do other people consider? Um, what is it called? Like prime, prime TV shows right. featuring like yeah. white people as the lead, like as the lead too, though. You know what I mean? So it's like, um, so it's like the continuing shows of Blackish. This last season of Empire, I didn't watch it, but you know, um, you have, uh, yeah. What else? I mean, I mean like all the, uh, all the comedies we talked about. Oh, like dramas though, or like power, I guess. Well, oh, power. Oh, power, power. shy, uh, uh, the shy, and um, anything else. I really used to like the show. I used to love the shy. I did, and then I was like, you know what it was? I did, and then I felt like some of the characters they didn't let breathe properly. Like I thought they one season one, the season I, I used to watch. I was like, there's not a lot of women characters that are important on the show um they were like there but I, I felt like they just they were there to assist another dude in some way shape or form you know what i mean i was like oh right. this sucks um and then you know the whole thing that happened on the shy went down uh so i was like oh, we'll see how this show does next season yeah um i'm looking at this I'm, I'm literally looking at right now i'm on hulu like which shows did i watch last year and I'm like, that's just watch reruns of old TV. <laughs> like I'm thinking about it, like I'm I'm looking at I mean, my we already, like we talked about a lot. 
Yeah. The one thing that we didn't get to talk about is uh, the fact that on Batwoman, homeboy Cameron Johnson is on that. Oh, yeah. That's that's true. Cameron is on Batwoman. And he's crushing it. You are right. You know, we see him in in crisis. My man got his, his shirt all open. You know. I know. He trained. He, tra- he told me he trained for like a month and a half for that boxing. Supergirl calls him cute. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Oh, oh, you know what else I thought was good? Uh, uh, the boys on on Amazon. Yeah. Oh, the boys. The boys. I watched that. Yeah, the I like the boys. I like the boys, man. It was like so fun. I saw the pilot. The pilot was really fantastic. Like, really. The boys was really fun. Good. I watched um uh what else did I watch? There's another Amazon show. Um Oh wait, no, I guess that was just Fleetback. Um <laughs> Wait, but The Boys was really fun and no, there's another show. I just oh, man, I just forgot. Uh um I wa- while you're thinking of that, I watched Four Weddings and a Funeral this year as well. Oh, how was that? Verse. Um, yeah, and I saw most of it. I didn't watch the whole thing. I've seen the finale and the first handful of episodes and then a few intermittent. I thought it was very good. Um, uh, re- the, the characters are really interesting and fun. They do a really nice... If you know the movie, they, do a, they find fun reasons to have weddings. They do all kinds of crazy stuff with time. Like, I think the first episode jumps to a year uh, in the future. Like, by the end of it, they're just like, they, they're like, they're planning a wedding and then they jump to a wedding by the end of the first episode. So it's really fun. Like, we get one wedding right away. Um, the acting's really good. Um, I really liked, uh, uh, I really, li- oh God, I, I need to look up. Um, um, of course, uh, uh, John Reynolds is great. Um, <laughs> um, isn't the isn't the woman from Game of Thrones on there? The black woman from Game of Thrones, and she like, uh, yes. I mean, I don't I don't know her as that, but, <laughs> but well, I know her as the woman from um, Fast and Furious. But I do know she's on Game of Thrones too. Mm-hmm. I'm in love, so I'm hoping you know they do a season two or something. She you know <laughs> needs a love interest or something. Uh, I watch yeah. Brenda. I watched the Sorry, last season of BoJack Horseman, uh, the this past season, the newest season. That was fun. I liked that show. You know, I have to make a confession of something I watched. It's oh. not new though, but I'm but I'm pretty I'm pretty into it right now. Um, my ex got me started watching um, Sex in the City, and I've continued watching wow. Sex in the City. Um, I'm learning so much, honestly. <laughs> Uh, I, I honestly feel like I'm learning so so much about what about you, about white learning? women in New York City. About, yeah, but it's like Braylock. I am learning about white women in New York City. <laughs> like for like literally, I, the 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 main woman Carrie is a writer. You know, not even like at the well the episodes I'm at, not like a famous writer, but she has like an apartment in the village. I'm like, first off, okay, you got a love column. And you can live in the village and buy expensive ass shoes. Oh, this is yeah, this is New York, all right. Okay, all right. Like I'm on season two. They out literally. One of them sleeps with a bunch of people. Ain't slept with a black dude yet. I'm like, we in New York, baby. Come on now. So I think they get to one like the end of season two or season three. So I haven't got to the black guy yet. But I'm pretty sure when he shows up, they're gonna talk about him being a black guy. 
I, I know it. I know it in my heart. But, um, but it's entertaining. I get it. I finished the there was a the last season of um of uh Lemony Snicket's series of unfortunate events that closed out pretty well. I, I watched that too. I watched that too. Um, I, watched that too. I watched all of I think you should leave. Um uh that was really funny. And then I don't know, that's pretty much that's all I got for you guys. <laughs> I watched like uh like two episodes of his dark materials. I think I'm going to finish it out. I just, I haven't been keeping up with it. Cause I'm just like, yeah, it's fine. Um, Dude, it, I put an episode on today and cut it off. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to watch it. Oh man. I, I uh, man, I was, uh, yeah, there were some shows I just watched one episode of and I was like, all right, I got, I got the point. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you did good. You did good. You, know? you made it this far. Um, yeah, man. I mean, look, there's so much television. Um, yeah, are there? Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff we're forgetting that people are, are mad about, but that's just what it is. Uh, and this is the, this is an episode where we don't have to just talk about uh, shows with black leads because. Uh, yeah, well, it's like we wouldn't be talking about that many shows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Listen, man, people can be like, "Oh man," one of my friends was saying how. Oh, when how, they like, see us, a- of course, came out this year. Oh uh, yeah. Ugh. Did you guys what finish a masterpiece. it? Masterpiece. I still haven't finished it. I haven't finished it either. Kid. I just saw two episodes and I was like, I got it. <laughs> I got to finish it though. I know it's really good. This, it's just so hard this, to watch. This is what I will say, and and I did like the series a lot. I, I thought episode one was great. Episode two is good. Episode three felt like a TV show mm-hmm. um, for me, um, and that's not bad. But I was like, the first one felt so riveting. Um, but I will say, man. Episode four, my man is winning all the awards and all the accolades because, like, it is it is one of the hardest things to watch. But also when you think about, like, oh, this is a kid acting, it's like this is, man, it is it is beautiful. It is beautiful. Wow. Um, yeah. It's just, yeah, you'll see, this is a beautiful performance, but. I suggest it. Right. I mean, that's a, I mean, that's a good. That's a good amount for TV. There we go. Yeah. Oh, and I yeah. saw Chernobyl. Chernobyl is actually excellent. <laughs> people should watch. People that. say that. I haven't yeah, seen it. Yeah, it was really that. good. Uh, again, a show with all white people, but <laughs> it was very good. <laughs> guys, what we're basically trying to tell you is, is don't let the hype fool you. We in movies and in shows, but we ain't in that many of them yet. <laughs> Uh, or, or yeah, there's still roles for, <laughs> still roles for white actors. I know we get told that a lot. They're like, well, it's a, it's a tough time. I'm like, really? I see a lot of shows. I've been watching a lot of shows with, with white men. <laughs> I mean, it's a, you know, it's, and that's cool. Like, I'm just saying like, don't pretend like you ain't got any shows. <laughs> um, uh, I watched one episode of Carnival Row and I couldn't stand it. I just, <laughs> I just thought that was not great, great. But maybe I wasn't with the trailer. The trailer, um, I was like, all right. Um, okay, so movie time. Movie time. Movie. Oh yeah. And here this year, what who what actors have been popping this year? I mean, here's the thing: Golden Globes. Oh, should we talk about Golden Globes? Golden Globe snubs and stuff like that. Oh, let, yeah. me, let me bring it up. Let me bring it up. Yeah, because they, you know, I think when they see us wasn't nominated, or I think uh, what's his name wasn't nominated. Um, bro, when they see us wasn't nominated for anything, dude. For anything. Yeah, bro, nothing, yeah. Not, zilch, nada. They was like, oh, this premium black art that yeah. millions of people have seen, 
that my boy has won the Emmy for. We ain't gonna nominate him, his show, his directors, the writers. You know what this is? Don't get me started. This shit is, I don't get it. I don't. No, I'm getting you get started. It. That's what we're doing. So here's the Golden Globe. Let me talk about, let's talk about the Golden Globes because, like, yeah, this is a great. So, best motion pic, and, and we probably haven't seen a, a lot of these yet, but this is what we got best motion picture, drama. Okay. You got 1917, which I I'm actually. I watched that tonight. I saw that. It It's phenomenal. <laughs> So okay. I'm just saying I'm just gonna go say I'm cool with that. And and that's a war movie. Now it is a it's 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 you know, British versus Germans yeah. is all white people. Um but okay. Wait, wait, a, but is there a black person that like walks by the camera and is like, hey, take these bullets? You know uh I I truly don't remember. I'm sure there is, but I like I do not remember. Like everybody cool, cool, cool. like all the important people are white British people. So um okay, you got that. Then you got the Irishman, three and a half hour movie. Did you any of you guys watch it yet? No, Bro, I, I cut that movie I'm off. Gonna see it. No, for what, dog? <laughs> Why am I watching it? Why am I? Yo, listen. People get mad at Tyler Perry for wearing a dress in every movie. Do we ever get mad at freaking? No, let me not say this. I want to work for him one day. But Martin Scorsese. It, it's like, but, but for real, for real. Like, how many times? Here's How my thing. Times, I'm fine with man. it. He ma- he likes making uh, gangster movies like with Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci. Like I'm okay with it. Just don't like. Why why are you guys pretending like this is the best film of the year? Like I don't know. I really I don't. Know. We got to see I it. Mean, I guess we can't comment he, on it. But it, go ahead. He got Joe Pesci to to just come out of retirement for a bit. You know, he he de-aged everybody. You know. Yeah, because that was fun to watch. And he made a three-hour movie. Like, three that's everything anybody's ever... Excuse me, three-and-a-half-hour movie. That's <laughs> all anyone has ever wanted from Marty Scorsese. All right, I don't know. I saw Casino, <laughs> and I just don't... I'm like, look, right. Goodfellas is incredible, but, like, Casino was, like, bloated, and I'm just like, this is what The Irishman is going to be. I know it. It's still fun, it but it's like, I saw it already. Right. It's called Goodfellas and Casino and Mean yes. Streets. Why am I watching it again? Why are you telling me it's classy? Why could not a younger actor have played the younger version of Robert De Niro? He played uh, the younger version of fucking Marlon Brando. All right, so this is what else. Uh, Joker nominated for Best Picture Drama. Absolutely not. Absolutely. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> nah. Oh, yeah, I'm going to nominate a movie that's just like every other movie that came out. Literally, Joker copies the color scheme, the palettes, almost the exact pacing of of Taxi Driver, of Mean Streets, of Raging Boys. Like, oh yeah, we get what movies you like because you just did that here. And, and, and it, ugh, sorry, keep going, man. I, I know a Joker. It's so. It's like I. I know a lot of people really liked it. Um, you know, we talked about it on our Patreon. We we weren't vibing with it as much. I don't even care about the controversy because I truly didn't think the movie was worth any controversy. It's just kind of like it wasn't as it just wasn't as meaningful as people like were trying to make it out to me. And I just think it's so funny that that's the movie. It's like they didn't like people like they didn't let The Dark Knight get nominated. But like it, is Joker going to be nominated for like Best Picture for the Academy yes. Awards? Yes. Because it's, really it's a white so man wild. going crazy. It's a white, literally think about it like this. This is how I see it. This is literally how I see it. Oh, this is this is a average white dude, right? Who isn't exceptional in any way, who feels sad about his life because it's life. Okay. 
and he goes on a killing spree and is praised for it. And the thing that makes me mad about the movie is that they base it on like, oh, this is what happened to people with uh, a mental illness. And I'm like, no, dude, we didn't really address that with this movie. And it feels it feels cowardly and it feels unresponsible to even call it that. No, this movie is just like some white male fantasy about them going crazy and being praised for it. This motherfucker danced in slow motion for three-fourths of the fucking movie. And you know what's <laughs> happening now? You know what's happening? All these goddamn tourists are like, oh, I want to go dance in them streets. They're getting their ass robbed because they didn't know the motherfucker shot that in the Bronx where they shouldn't be dancing on goddamn streets. Uh, steps. Sorry, talking about streets. Got me mad and flustered in this. Uh. All right. Um, Marriage Story is nominated, which I haven't seen yet. That's a Netflix film that came out the same day as Astronomy Club. So we purposely didn't see that movie because we didn't like that. Uh, <laughs> um, talk that talk, Bray. But talk uh, I talk. do like Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver, and I've heard good things. So I am excited to see that. Um, I have both heard good things about it and, and mixed things. also mixed things. Yeah, people being sort of frustrated that everyone loves them. Uh, everyone loves Marriage Story like it's the greatest movie that's ever made and it's just like a movie I guess you know like why are people treating this like very straightforward movie like it's the best movie ever made Uh, interesting Um, they got uh, The Two Popes do you guys watch that yet? Uh, I have a screener for it Um, yeah me too it's like uh, Pope Benedict and Pope Francis right? Um, yeah I mean the cat. I mean you got uh, Anthony Hopkins uh, and uh, wait, who's playing Pope Francis? Uh, it's a dude from uh, uh, you know he's in a bunch of movies. He's, he's in, Fer- no, he's in that movie Brazil that I love so much that I cannot think of his name. Oh, you always go Brazil, but I've never seen. I'm it. sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know why I bring that movie up so much. Uh, um, Jonathan Price. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 So that's uh, dramas. Uh, then for best motion picture musical or comedy, and now I, let me let me just say this: Golden Globes best picture like musical or comedy is always like every year they always put films that are definitely not comedies, and it's so annoying because they like they so they like just they completely disrespect the comedy genre, and they'll like put films like The Martian for best comedy and let it win because like The Martian couldn't win best like drama so they put it in comedy even though it's not it's like just because a movie has jokes doesn't mean it's a a comedy um yeah but this year i actually feel like all of the movies that they have for best music or comedy are can actually be defined as comedies now it's still the awards version of a comedy but it is kind of a so you got uh dolomite is my name eddie murphy right so uh jojo rabbit which I've also heard mixed things about. Have you guys seen Jojo Rabbit yet? I'm, can, I, can I be honest with y'all right now? Mm-hmm. Jojo Rabbit is on um, an hour in, and I do not like it. Okay. Because <laughs> you know what it is? It's like if someone made... I, I, I don't get... Maybe I have to finish it. I don't get what's happening. Like, I don't get the play. Like, if someone made a jokey slavery movie with, like, um, Robert E. Lee, like, I... I, I I don't know. Isn't like, it supposed to kind of be like, um, uh, you know, like, uh, like what's his name? Quentin Tarantino's movies, like, you know, uh, I mean, it, Inglorious it, it's, Bastards, it's or it's definitely way more jokey. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, than those movies, and it's, and you know what it is to me, Inglorious Bastards is cool because it's like, oh, um, the Jews, like the Jews are seeking revenge, and this could be really cool. Like the fact that, um. Taika is 
a different playful version of Adolf Hitler. And like, he's going around and he's, he's trying to encourage the kid to be like a Nazi and the kid is, you know, fucking up, but still trying. And it, it, it's, it's silly. You know what I mean? It's silly. Do you like his movies? Do you like, um, did you, did you see, uh, what we do in the shadows? I saw, yes, I saw the movie. I have not seen the TV show. You know what it was? It, no, I don't know. I don't, I didn't like that. I like Thor. You like Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, I like Thor. Right. Yeah, damn, maybe I don't. Shit. I've seen what we do in the shadows, and I did like that. And I'm I'm interested to see JoJo Rabbit. I I I feel weird sometimes when I when I really think about like oh like what Quintanio did with Inglorious Bastards or Django, for instance, and those types of things. But I know that I I, I know that I do generally enjoy that kind of uh, alternate takes on history and and historical characters. Uh, in in comedic plays, so I am I imagine that like I would like the movie. Feel like there were things that were wrong with it that I didn't agree with, but probably overall would like it. But I mean, I, I still haven't seen that screen. Okay. Um, Knives Out. Did you guys see that yet? No, not yet. Just got that screen yesterday too. I love it. I love it. Knives love Out it. is it. is very very fun. And I love honestly, standout for me, Chris uh, Chris Evans. Yes, thought he, he was, was so great. Good, he was uh, so fun in it. Um, I mean, everybody was good. And actually, we could have reviewed that movie because I guess it does star a person of color, right? Like, um, oh yeah, Lakeith, yeah. Well, not not just. Oh, I mean, Lakeith the lead of it. No, oh, no, the no. Woman. The woman, the woman who's yes, the um, uh, she's Anna the bond, she's Anna the Arma. Uh, her name is Anna de Armas. Uh, uh, I don't know what she is, though. I mean, oh, Cuban. They, she's Cuban. Oh, wow. She's great. She was in um, Blade Runner. She's um, in the new Bond. Um, she was and she was in this really weird movie with Keanu Reeves that I saw. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. When he gets, like, kidnapped by, like, two hot women. Um, uh but yeah, yeah. I, I thought she was great in it. I thought she was really good. Man, I uh, don't remember her in Blade Runner at all. She's like, she's like, um, the I don't know if you would call her fantasy, she looks but I, great in No Time to Die, though. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, beautiful. Um, but yeah, she's. I mean, she's good in Blade Runner, but she's like a like she's like the robot he fantasizes about or something. Got it. Um, well. That and she was really good too. I thought she, I really liked, I really liked her. Uh, Daniel Craig was like weird and fun. It was cool to see Michael Shannon in a role where he wasn't like, um, like a, like a, oh, yeah. you know, like a hardcore, mean kind of tough dude. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Lakeith was fun with, it, uh, within it. And, uh, they had the, uh, Catherine Langford from, uh, 13 Reasons Why. Tony Collette was incredible. Yeah, I liked yeah, Knives it, Out. It was really fun, man. It was really fun. That's, that's and also the, the, the twist, I couldn't... I was like, okay, good twist. I got it. I I, I, I got it, but not... But it, it but well into the movie. It took it took me a while. I got it okay, right... Okay, I got okay. it before the reveal, but it took me a while. Okay. okay. Um, 
and I didn't put all the pieces together because I just don't see how you could possibly figure that out. Um, but um, once upon a time in Hollywood, we, I don't know. We, I just finished that um, yesterday, as a matter of fact. Yeah. And uh, I, this is my thing. I like when it is a comedy because he's a fan Kinda. of movies. He's a fan of movies. So I like him. But I did not like that movie. I liked parts of that movie. I didn't like all of it. The ending was kind of whatever to me. Um, It wasn't a straight through. The thing is, look, Leonardo DiCaprio is a really great actor. Brad Pitt is always good. He's fun to watch. You know, it was a fun movie, but there, but it it didn't need to be as long as it was. I felt like really, like truly, didn't need to be as long as it was. Like sometimes. It's an easy thing for people to say, oh, this movie was too long. Movies are too long in general or whatever. You know, people said that about Avengers. And I was like, but Avengers didn't waste any time. Like, there was no wasted moment in Avengers Endgame or Avengers Infinity War. Like, you needed every single moment. And yes, it was a long movie because there's so many storylines that they're tying in. But they don't waste scenes. Whereas, I'm watching movies like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And it's definitely going to be like in the, this in The Irishman. Where you're watching a scene and you're like, why did you need to make this scene this long? Like, we don't need to see <laughs> M- Margie, uh, um, Margot Robbie like walking across the street down the street to the to the theater into the theater like it's such it's so masturbatory <laughs> I don't I'm no, just like it is. and it's and if if your if your movie's only two hours then fine leave shots like that in but when you're making me sit in the theater for three hours like I don't know man <laughs> I'm I'm never going to see it I don't think um <laughs> I like I remember when I when they like announced that it had got the seven minute standing ovation or whatever and it just felt like I was like I'm not trying to see this long movie with only white people in it and then somebody was like well what about Bruce Lee and then I was like what oh okay and then and then they were they said that the way that they that that Quentin Tarantino approached Bruce Lee in the movie was like very not faithful to how Bruce Lee is as a as a yeah. Person. They made him like he was like a like one yeah. uh, just a huge showboat like narcissist, and then like a person who actually couldn't fight and was just like hyping himself up, but like wasn't wasn't uh, like you you know like a real stunt man, you know, and yeah, like it was super disrespectful. Yeah, it was. And so then that felt like that felt wildly appropriate to me though. Somehow it was like, yep, of course he did. Like I know, I yeah, know, yeah, I truly yeah. felt that too. <laughs> it's like, of yeah. course you made this like, of course, yeah, it's like, of course you made this white dude who's a stunt man for a washed up actor like beat, beat up beat up Bruce Lee like easily <laughs> beat up Bruce Lee. I was like, come on, man. All right. Um, And then Rocket Man is the only musical on here. Um, I love it. it, Yeah, I really love it, too. It was great. No, man, Rocket Man, I I feel so bad for that actor because I'm like, and again, Bohemian Rhapsody is, okay, uh, we don't need to comment on it. But, man, when you watch that kid in Rocket Man, like, not only is he singing, there are certain points, like, legit, like some of those musical numbers when they pull the camera back and I'm like, it looks like him. Like, and that dude looks nothing like, and the fact that him and Elton John are so close, so his mannerisms are very Elton John-esque, 
and like it, it, it was just so much work went into it, so much love went into it, and it just sucks because because it came out after Bohemian Rhapsody, no one's going to care about it, even though the director of this movie is the one who actually directed Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, whatever, but it's so good. People need to watch it, man. It's so good. Mm. Um, I really liked it. I thought, yeah, I thought um, Taron was great, and it was a really fun film. And it's weird. It will be weird if if that doesn't get nominated for an Oscar, but like Bohemian Rhapsody did. Because um, I do think it was a better made film. I mean, it, it, I guess it's unfair to compare them, but also it's not because they're both bio, <laughs> rock biopics. Um, I'm going to talk about SAG nominations now. Uh, and I'll oh, compare okay. them to the Golden Globe ones because uh, the SAG ones are more important than the Golden Globes since Golden Globes does do that split between comedy and, and drama, so you have way more not nominees. Um, whereas SAG, it's only five, and you know that that's what the Oscars is going to be. So it's a little bit more, kind of tells you a little bit more. But we can talk about, we can kind of compare both of them. First, outstanding performance by a cast. Uh, you have Bombshell, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. And we haven't talked about Parasite yet. You guys see it yet? Yeah. I have yeah. not. I have not. James, you did see it? Parasite, I have seen it. Yeah. Me too, me too. Yeah. Do you, do, yeah. It, Go ahead. It's fantastic. I mean, Parasite, it, I, so I didn't know anything about the movie going to, going in to see it. I just knew people were like, have you seen Parasite? Have you seen it? So many people were talking about it. So I went to see it. I didn't know that, um, uh, that it was uh, a foreign language film, so I didn't right. know that going into it. Yeah, it is. And then completely um, Korean. And, and then I also didn't know like what the genre was um, was supposed to be. So like the whole time, I was just on the edge of my seat, going, "What is going to happen?" <laughs> and I do think <laughs> that that's also baked into the movie of sort of right. It's you a mix. Don't know what the next thing is going to happen, um, uh, but it was. I, I, I don't know. It was so. I thought it was so good. I thought I. I thought it was such a uh, an interesting story, and um, I was really moved by it. Yeah, I. I really liked it. Um, I. <laughs> um, I did think there were a couple of moments in the movie that was a little weird, especially like the very very end. I was like. I was like, wait, why don't you just end the movie there? Why did you do that? But um, outside, I will, I'll be vague, no spoilers, but outside, thank of, you, thank you. outside of that, um, I'm so excited that this movie is getting so much recognition because it's so fun um, and it's cool. And it, yeah, it's like an all Korean uh, cast. And, you know, even though, you know, you're reading subtitles, uh, if you don't speak Korean, like most, uh, I think, most of our listeners probably don't, but um, you're, they're, they're at, you can tell that the acting is incredible. You know what I mean? Because you're getting so much just from yeah. how they're talking, whatever, and the family, and like the the family that this family dynamic is so interesting and fun. Um, it really was a great. It was a cool movie. Um, yeah, I mean these other ones. Yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of I'm interested in seeing Bombshell. You know what I mean? Like that. It's really, I liked it. Yeah. Oh, you um, saw it? I did. I went to a screening of it. I saw it. Um, I thought the performances were really well done. I thought it was, uh, it, it is It is a very Me Too movie. But to me, I, I was very okay with it because 
it was they still made it entertaining. Like it was like there are parts that are rough, you know what I mean? Because that's that's the nature of the movie. But it moves fast. Like they got a couple jokes. It shows you how stupid people really are. Um, and the thing is, it happened. You know, the story happened like two, three years ago. So you're like, oh, shit, I remember when this happened. It's so weird um, that 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 it's been that long. Yeah, right. Um, but 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 it is it is very fun. It is very not fun, but it moves, man. And it's bright. I like it. I'm excited to see that. Priceline presents go to your happy price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So, what are you thinking for lunch? Ugh, I can't. I'm getting new window treatments. Why don't you just go to Blinds.com? Because I need custom products. Blinds.com products are made to order. And they ship samples to you fast and free. Wow, how convenient. Tell me more. They can even verify your measurements and handle the installation. Plus, their 100% satisfaction guarantee. Well, you've convinced me. Let's go eat. I've got time now. Shop Blinds.com and save 40% on selected products. Rules and restrictions may apply. Sergeant and Mrs. Smith, you are going to love this house. Is that a tub in the kitchen? There's no field manual for finding the right home. But when you do, USAA Homeowners Insurance can help protect it the right way. Restrictions apply. Um, the Irishman, again, it just feels like, all right, well, I mean, come on, guys, whatever. Yeah, um, and then Jojo Rabbit is interesting. It, it's kind of surprising to me, actually. But um, are there any movies on... Are there any movies that you guys saw this year that you're... I mean, the thing that I'm the most surprised at right now is, like, how Queen and Slim has basically been shut out. Um, I know. And it sucks, because some of these movies are not better than that movie. Like, I know it's a very decisive movie. Divisive, But the movie, at the end of the day, is very beautiful. Like, you know, I think Daniel's performance is great. I think... uh, I wish I remember the uncle's name, but he's always great. Um, Yeah. Uh, a Bokeem Woodbine. You know what movie I think is really good that I just watched last night? Uh, Uncut Gems. Yes, everyone's been talking about that um, lately. I just got the screener for that too, and I haven't seen it yet. But I, I can't wait to watch it. I the most the the thing I most want to learn or I'm most excited about watching is if Lakeith Stanfield does anything other than uh, be like. Uh, call Adam Sandler at you. <laughs> like, it doesn't do anything. <laughs> that trailer just, we see him twice in the trailer and each time. <laughs> he's a crazy he's just, dude. Just, yeah, yeah, every time. Um, <laughs> just like every So, I don't know if you noticed, but in the, in these like performance, in the uh, outstanding performance by a cast, it's not, it's not any films that were, that had significant or really any black actors. 
Um, certainly not I'm leads. Right now. At, at least in the in the in the five of Bombshell, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. It has people of color, so you got Korean um, Jojo Rabbit. I I know you got um, he. What is he again? Uh, Taika Taika. Yeah, um, no, he's like a, a specific tribe in like New Zealand, right? Um, um, and. And so, okay, but so you're like, all right, what's going on? But you know, the SAG they'll never let themselves get into a, a Oscar so white. So these are these are the these were the picks, and I'm just interested to know what you guys think. So for for outstanding performance by a female actor in a leading role, you got Cynthia Ervio for Harriet, Scarlett Johansson Marriage Story, Lupita Nyong'o for Us, Charlize Theron for Bombshell, and Renee Zellweger for Judy. And that's SAG. That's SAG. Yeah. Um, for Golden Globes, remember there's two. Golden Globes for drama is Cynthia Ervio, Scarlett Johansson. Um, uh, I keep forgetting how to say her name. Cersei, Cersei Ronan? Uh, uh, oh, man. I thought it was Saoirse Ronan. I don't even know how I just said it. Um, Charlize Theron and Renee Zellweger. So the only difference is uh, Golden Globes doesn't have Lapita. Uh, they have Cersei Ronan, uh, and uh, SAG has Lapita. And then for um, comedy, for best actress, they have Aquafina in The Farewell. Uh, what is that a comedy? Uh, no. Isn't The Farewell like no. very serious? Isn't it about uh, a it's funeral? It's a very serious thing. Yeah, it's a but very it stars Aquafina. So. Wow. <laughs> wow. They really. Right? I mean. That's what they're doing, right? Okay. Wow. So, Aquafina, The Farewell, Kate Blanchett, and Where'd You Go, Bernadette. I saw the trailer for that, I remember. Uh, Anna de Armas for Knives Out, which is kind of surprising, but cool. Um, Beanie uh, Feldstein uh, for Book Smart, um, and Emma Thompson for Late Night. Did you guys see Late Night? I did. I watched Late Night too. With Mindy um, Kaling? Yeah. What'd you think? Uh, 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 you know what? I will say this. I I was happy that Mindy Kaling was in the lead. The thing is, because it's about late night, and I think because a lot of our friends, like, because we're so close to it, it was easy to dissect it in more of like, you know, if you're a, if you're a construction worker, you're like, oh, that's not how this works. And I think it was a lot of that. But then also my heart was really mad that her love interest was a tall white guy. I don't know why that bothered me for some reason, but I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Um... I mean, it was cute. I mean, it was it was it was a it cute. Was cute. Love. I, I, it was a I cute, don't know, but it's know. crazy that I mean, I I know Emma Thompson is a great actor, but it's like weird that she was the one nominated for Best Actress for that movie when Mindy is the actual lead. Um, Bray, like, Bray, like you, wait, say that again. <laughs> yeah, Emma Thompson was nominated for Best Actor, even though Min, Mindy Kaling is the lead. Yeah, I think I understand. I think I get it. Okay. I, I, I think I would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. That makes sense to me. Too. Are you guys cool? <laughs> are you guys... Um, I mean, we talked about Harriet. You know, Cynthia was... I, she's a great actor. Um, I guess, like, it makes sense. I, I'm just trying to think, like, do, were there other performances for the best female actor that you feel like people are kind of snubbing a little bit? looking over um, I, Lupita I actually think Lupita for us is such a inspired choice and when I when I first saw it I was like 
I was like, whoa. And then I thought about it. I was like, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if Emma, yeah. if, if uh, uh, Emma Blunt is going to get nominated, Emily Blunt, sorry, is going to get nominated for like a quiet place, you know, and she's great, but it was like, okay. It, then Lupita definitely should get nominated for us. She played two roles. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. She was great. Um, I'm trying to think if there were any other, I don't know. I, I, I guess I haven't seen enough to really have enough of these, um, Oscar kind of type movies over, you know, I'm just trying to think back all the movies that we saw this year. If there are any like, Oh, uh, um, I watched, I watched Ford versus Ferrari and I was like, it was a pretty good movie. It was like, Right, it was a solid, solid adult movie. Well, you know, they're, I liked... they're nominated. You got, I think. Um, let me see. For best male actor, Christian Bale's nominated for Ford vs Ferrari, for a SAG. Oh, uh, okay. I, I must say, he. I mean, he was good. I thought. Um, I thought. Uh, what's his name was good too. Um, uh, Matt Damon. I thought Matt Damon was mm-hmm. good too. Yeah. So uh, for men, it's. For men, it's uh, uh, Christian Bale for Ford vs. Ferrari, Leonardo DiCaprio, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Adam Driver for Marriage Story, Taron uh, Egerton for Rocket Man, and then Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. Yeah, I mean, I I will say that, like, I loved Joaquin in in Joker. Yeah, he was he was um, a good actor. Yeah, very of good. all of these people, that's the only one that I. <clears throat> saw and have seen i'm i'm thinking about though in terms of like male snubs or what or what or what may seem or feel like a male snub and this is not a black person but well actually daniel was so good in in queen i think yeah i think daniel Daniel was great i thought he should have got nominated yeah but i do think it's a thing we talk about this almost every year anytime a black person plays anything that is perceived as like oh this is an urban character i feel like people assume that's just close to the person where i can watch you know, I can watch an Italian American play an Italian American, and my mind doesn't go, "Oh, that's how he probably grew up, or that's how he is." But I don't you know? even know because, like, his we do talk about that. We talk about that all the all the time, and like, but with Daniel, and particularly in this movie, or even just thinking about him at large, like his range is vast. Like he's played so many different people. Uh, and so many different types of people, so many different kinds of people. It's like so, and the journey specifically that Slim goes on in the movie is so. Like when we when we talked about it, we talked about how that stood out a little bit more so than Queens did, and that was both a testament to the the writing of that character, but also to his performance of that character. And it's like so, it's frustrating to think that that it's like oh because he's black he was being he was being urban or he was being himself instead and not like he was he made like i've seen i saw daniel he's in an episode of doctor who uh an early episode of doctor who and he's nothing like (laughs) he's absolutely nothing like slim no yeah you know like uh, yeah. it's, it's frustrating. Yeah, that role was so different from Get Out too. I mean, which when, yes. when he and yeah. he was nominated yes. right for Get Out. So I don't. I thought he should have been. He could have been nominated. I mean, 
again, like some of these, like, yes, I did think Christian Bale was good in Ford v Ferrari, but like sometimes I'm just like, yeah, okay, you're good. But like, was that, what, do you need to be nominated? I don't know. Like him and Leonardo DiCaprio, I, I could have, yeah, it's, I know. I hear what you're saying. It's yeah. fine. Like, Leon I, I, I it's, his... yeah, but it's like, is it his best? Like, I don't know. Like, it was great. Like, they're always good. But I, so, it, I just feel like in the in the in the best male actor, I'm surprised that they didn't get at least one person of color in here. Like, you would think either Daniel Kaluuya or Eddie Murphy for uh, Dolomite is my name, or one of the actors from uh, Parasite. Like. I'm just I'm kind of surprised you didn't get one like because I feel like we there are a couple yeah. of worthy performances so but um you know that's what it is for male I mean they have they have Cynthia and Lupita in uh SAG and then you got and then you have supporting so supporting female actor they have Laura Dern Marriage Story Scarlett Johansson Jojo Rabbit Nicole Kidman Bombshell Margot Robbie Bombshell and then Jennifer Lopez for Hustlers yeah and uh oh, okay <laughs> and i think if i'm if i'm not mistaken i want to say that she was nominated for uh was she nominated for the golden globes too wait hold i on. want to say yes oh wait i'm in the golden globes right now which which category is that oh wait no she, right no no hold on she wasn't or oh, for supporting actor uh, I do not. Oh, wait, hold on. I got his girl. Who are you asking about, Bray? I'm, I'm in it right Jennifer now. Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez. Oh, wait, she was. No. Sorry, she was. No. Best performance by an, a supporting actor in a motion picture, Jennifer oh, Lopez, yes, yes, Hustler. Sorry. Yeah. And then it's Jennifer, Jennifer Lopez. Uh, so, wow, these are kind of different, actually. Jennifer Lopez and Margot Robbie and Laura Dern are the same. But then they have Aunt Annette Benning for The Report and Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell. Um and I'll go ahead and say, uh, as much as Kathy Bates is a great actor, um, there's no way that I would put her in for for Richard Jewell. I saw Richard Jewell. It's a good. It's a it's a cool movie. It's good. It's not great. Um, uh, the the performances are good, especially by the guy who played Richard Jewell. I could see him maybe going up. Uh, I mean, I guess he won't get it because you got all these other people. But I would understand him. But uh, Kathy Bates, nah. Uh, like nah, she was good, but like nah. Come on. And that movie shouldn't be. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh wow! Wow, not good. Okay, I have. I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at the screener, and I'm like, "Ooh, should I not watch this?" <laughs> no, it's fun. It's like it's just like it's a good movie. It's just um, it's nothing like it doesn't blow your mind. It's just an interesting. It's a good version, like good telling of that story that I didn't know that much about. And the guy mm. who plays Richard Jewell is like really good. And Sam Rockwell is really good, actually. I, um, you know, he's Oof. always great. I wouldn't mind him seeing him and. Let's see who we can, got. Nominated. Can I tell awkward story about that? Like oh, yeah, I, I, my uncle, I was in Atlanta, and I was going to the Olympics the same day as the bomb went off that morning. Whoa! Same day, same day. Mm-hmm. It was crazy, dude. It was crazy. But that's it. That's it. That's it. That's crazy. Um, best supporting, um, actor for SAG is Jamie Foxx for Just Mercy, which that I haven't seen. I've seen that. Jamie Foxx is fantastic. All right. He is so... It sucks because I do think the movie is supposed to be a Michael B. Jordan vehicle, and this is the time and I, I, I never understood it, really, until this movie where, like, you know how sometimes people are like, oh, this person doesn't look like the thing. It's like, oh, this person has to be an action hero, but they don't look like it. 
like Michael B is supposed to look a certain kind of way, but he's still so Michael B E, and right. like he like he's supposed to be an everyman, like an everyman kind of character. But you always look at him and you go, oh, bro, I you can whoop this dude's ass. Like you get like you can fend for yourself. Like it it's just hard to see him in that light, you know. But Jamie, when he comes in, boy, Jamie, Jamie's good. Jamie's good. All right. Um, for I would have liked to seen for supporting. I would have liked to have seen um, uh, uh, Wesley Snipes. Oh, oh my God, you're absolutely yes, right. Yes. Because the James. other people they have are Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, which uh, h- how is he supporting in that? I I truly don't know. I haven't seen it yet, but uh, isn't he the they, main character? Well, it's about it's about a reporter. So I've watched oh. it. It's about a reporter, and a reporter has to interview. Got it. Um, Hanks and gets hope. Is the reporter a male? It is male. Yeah. Okay. So and then they have Al Pacino for The Irishman, Joe Pesci for The Irishman, and Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And again, it's just so boring. I <laughs> at this point, I'm just like, look, I don't care. Like, I I guess one, and I and we'll have to see it. I mean, Brad Pitt. I know what Brad Pitt did. He was great. He's fun. He's always great. But like, was it a performance of Brad Pitt that I've never seen before? No. So why are you nominating him? I, I don't understand it. Um, and then Al Pacino and Joe Pesci, unless they like, again, unless they both did something that we've never seen before from them, like, what's going on? You know, like, I don't know. Just get some cool. I do get like a. I do get like a, yeah. he still got it from Pesci. I understand okay. I, if, if that's what it is. I haven't seen it, but if if it's like a oh we still got got it, right? Then I would I accept that they did that with Sylvester Stallone. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, hundred percent. All right. I mean, I don't know. It's just kind of. It's just like uh It's like. You got Jamie Foxx, and then it's like Tom Hanks, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, Brad Pitt. I don't know for best supporting. Like you couldn't find, you couldn't give that to a, like up and coming actors who are are crushing it. You know what I mean? I don't know. Um, it is what it is. Uh, yeah, man. And uh, yeah, I mean that's pretty much. It. I mean I don't know. We do we do you want to talk about the TV stuff? I mean, not really. Not really, right? We already got it. Not really. We already talked about TV. I mean, Big Little Lies disappointed me, so. Yeah, so it is a weird, it is a weird, um, it's interesting. It's like, I feel like we have a lot of, like, I feel like we had a lot of films this year starring people of color, and then, so now it comes award season, it's like, you got a couple of them nominated, but not, not too many and then it's sometimes it's just like you're seeing some of the same names start to pop up which i guess that's how it is um but it's tough out there man like it's like daniel and michael b jordan who have both been nominated like they're not getting nominated consistently like some of these other young younger white actors are like like cersei ronan or uh adam driver or um uh you know, like, or like Jennifer Lawrence, you know what I mean? But like, uh, so it's like, they can't even get that consistent nom. And then like, are we really seeing other like new people get nominations? Not, not really. It's like Jennifer Lopez, it's cool, but it's just like, okay. So it's like Jennifer Lopez or, um, you know, they nominated, uh, uh, I know they nominated, um, goodness, I'm blanking on her name who is in, uh, 
She was in that movie that was like Mudbound, Mudbound. Um, Mudbound. Mar- Mar- Mary J. Blige. I think they nominated uh, her. Yeah, they did nominate her for Mudbound. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, um, that makes sense. Yeah, because, like, so, you know, movies like Waves, The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Um, Waves was supposed to be a big deal. Like, it came out of, like, it came out of, what was it, Toronto, out of TIFF, mm-hmm. with crazy reviews. Um, I To me, my theory about TIFF is, I mean, not TIFF, um, about Waves, the reason Waves isn't popping like that is because Waves, that's the thing we talk about on the podcast. Waves is just a normal black family dealing with regular shit. And it's not about them being black. And it like maybe a tiny bit, but it's not about them being black. And I don't think uh, the fact that actually, no, I can't say that because Daniel, because I mean, uh, Daniel yeah. Coelho. I don't that's, know. Yeah, that's the thing that's crazy is like, is that where, where is the line or what is the line? Because it's like you can't be too black. But if you're not black enough, you're not gonna get. <laughs> there's, a, there's a sweet spot. It's 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 not slavey enough, or it's not woke enough, or it's not. <laughs> right. Yeah. This has been an interesting. It's been an interesting year. I mean, and like, and the other thing is, there's so many sequels and remakes and franchises that like. Some of the like this feels less and less important. I don't know about you guys, but it's just like there's just not enough of these movies even to choose from. So it's like kind of like obvious which ones are going to happen. And and also, I guess I will say like very few movies like blew me away this year. Even if even if I saw something and I liked it, there were very few movies where I was like truly kind of like whoa, like mm. and 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 I and obviously that comes with age and like just the fact that we've been seeing so many movies and television shows and it's just like this overwhelming number of uh you know content to watch but outside of honestly 1917 i don't know if i was like blown away by anything was it were there any movies that you guys were like whoa blown away no no not me well this year was was the year of endgame and uh endgame so was I impressive was... yeah yeah I was very much taken aback. <laughs> I loved it. I did love it. I will say, like, I, I was blown away by Infinity War, and then Endgame, I was like, you stuck the landing. Yeah, they definitely You know what, did. you're right. I think you're right. You know what I, I mean? Think... Like, like it, if it yeah. was, it, this, this is how, this is how I'm going to, uh, this is how, this is my analogy. Uh, uh, Marvel, the whole cinematic universe was like, uh, uh, what's her name? What's what's her name? Simon. Uh, B- uh, what's her name? The Olympi- the Olympian. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, the, uh, uh, Simone. Simone. Uh, Simone. Bales or Bales. Bales. Not to be. I'm being totally disrespectful right now. There's two Simones <laughs> that are Olympians, and I just said both of their names. <laughs> and one of them is <laughs> one of the is the gold the medalist. It's Biles, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, it is. I uh, just yeah, looked it up. Yeah, yeah. Simone yeah. Biles. Like, this is what it is. The whole thing is like her running down. And, you know, she's running down. And the whole time you're like, man, that's that's some powerful. That looks really great. And then in Infinity War was the was like after the jump when she's doing the turns in the air. And you're like, whoa. And then Endgame is she lands. And you're like, how did you land? Facts. 
I mean, that was. I mean, that movie was. It was hard to stick that man. It's hard man, to stick it, hard. and you're like, you stuck that landing. You know, it's not as impressive as the twists and turns in the air, but it's it's pretty impressive because it's kind of crazy that you. Stuck Bray, that I landing. love that you explained the whole thing. <laughs> 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 I know, in right? the air to spinning around <laughs> to sticking the landing. All right. Oh, man. I'm Hilarious. a nerd. <laughs> All right. Anything else you guys want to say? Uh, uh, anything you're hoping for, looking forward to? Well, you know, honestly, I'm looking forward because I will say in 2019, when we did not do this, um, there was no way I would think that we will be on somebody we have the possibility to be on someone's either best or worst tv list for 2019 you know what i mean i think i think it's very cool to have a tv show and i think 2020 you know we might be we might be on one of these lists for like a movie or something like yo jonathan braylock's performance and such and such was you know blah, blah, blah. i mean you know 2020 could be that year it could you know probably not considering how hollywood works and anything we get <laughs> would, would come out the next year but yeah. Come on, man. You know? Yeah, but my, my hope for 2020, you know, Astronomy Club season two, three, and four gets greenlit. Whoa. Okay. Two, three, two, and, three four. and four. At the simultaneously. Like, oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Then they're like, we need the Astronomy Club movie. Then we all are in, you know, we all get our own franchises, you know? We all get our own franchise. Mm-hmm. Okay? Okay. Then... Then, you know, when they, when they, when we go through the awards list in two three years, our names are all the names. Just there are no other names. <laughs> Just when you scroll right. down, we populate all of the categories. All right, I like it, but man, I thought mine was a dream, but shit. <laughs> all right. Um... Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm interested to see. I'm just to see some of the more, more of these films. I mean, you got, I mean, you have the Antebellum. Uh, is it just called Antebellum? Uh, it's about it's about John Wick. No, I'm talking about. Uh, That's Parabellum. Oh, it's called uh, Para. Oh, oh, oh no, no, no. it's about the, the new movie with um that new slave looking trailer with a. Yeah, isn't it Jordan people? Peele? No, I don't think it has anything to do with that. I thought it was Monkey Paw. Is it? Hold, let me look it up right now. Janelle Monae is the lead of that, right? Yeah, Gerard Bush and Christopher Renz are the directors. Oh, maybe it's not Monkey Pop. It just looked like it. It looks exactly like it. I was like, all right, they're just gonna kidnap people on the street. All right, yeah, you're right. No, something. Jordan Peele's not the producer. It doesn't it nah. look like a uh, like? It looks exactly like it. it looks exactly like it. It said, okay, you know what's, con- this is why I was confused. The poster says from the producer of Get Out and Us, but it's just, it, the, it's not Jordan Peele. It must be one of the other, one of these it other was dudes somebody, who worked was somebody on, in the room. who worked on Us and, but that, isn't that so was, confusing? Was Bloomhouse a part of that or no? Uh, I'm looking it up right now. I mean, Bloomhouse. Okay, it's this dude. It's uh, Raymond Mansfield. He was a producer on Get Out. All right. Well, that's kind of the producer. What's that? Say from the producer. I know, Uh, right? How you gonna say from the producer? A producer. (laughs) (laughs) From a producer of Get Out and Us. 
<laughs> Yo. Yo, I mean, for real though, that got me. I thought, I thought that this was a, I thought this was a Jordan Peele production, and I was kind of disappointed. I was like, man, Jordan Peele making a slave? Like, I don't know. <laughs> All right, man. All right. Well, I'm excited just for the new year. We're gonna review a bunch of movies. Thank you guys for listening. Oh uh, yeah, thank you. What are we doing next week? We don't know. Nah, Maybe I mean, we'll we review got, we, Jumanji or yeah, we gotta say we gotta do like Jumanji or something. I feel like Jumanji. We do a fun one. Please, can we do Jumanji? I really, I yeah, yeah. I said we do Jumanji. Yeah, okay, we'll do Jumanji. All right. Thank you guys. We'll see you next week. Peace. Oh wait, hold on. We ain't doing no what? plugs. <laughs> oh, <sad. laughs> We just jumped to the end. I totally did. You can follow us at Black Man Podcast, Twitter and Instagram, blackmanpodcast.com is our website. Uh, Watch Astronomy Club on Netflix. Follow me at John Braylock. Okay, go ahead. You can follow me at James Third Comedy, jamesthirdcomedy.com. Third is 3RD. And in the new year, please watch all that on Nickelodeon Saturdays at 830. All right. Uh, You can follow me at Draw Milligan on Twitter and Instagram. All right, and if you rate and review us, give us five stars on um, uh, uh, iTunes. We will read your review on the air. This one just says, great podcast. Oh, no, we already read this one. Do, 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 All All right, right, here we go. Long time silent listener, Summer Wins. So I've been listening to you guys for a while now, and it quickly became one of my favorite podcast makes Monday a little less well Monday knowing you probably saw the movie I saw with my family this weekend and getting to know what you thought my 19 year old daughter and I are both fans and excited to see you guys doing bigger things with astronomy club on Netflix oh my god I needed those laughs I hope you guys continue to bring thought-provoking content mixed with a lot of heart and humor in this not a political podcast for a long time to come you know what it is awesome (laughs) Love it. Thank you. All right. Okay, guys. Peace. Peace. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today!